The Fat Boy Show. Ooh, and it's a beautiful Tuesday. You're listening to your number one station, RX Radio, and this is The Fat Boy Show. I hope you're feeling all right. Yeah. I hope you're not suffering from any stomach trouble having consumed so much delicious food yesterday, Idi Day, uh, which uh, a lot of our friends from the Islamic community enjoyed. And of course, there are other friends who they might have invited for those festivities. I didn't get invited anywhere, though. And I am kind of feeling slightly bitter. What about you, Olive? Were you invited anywhere for Eid? No, I wasn't. And I told you, the Muslims now know us. <laughs> they don't want to know. They hide. <laughs> they say we don't invite them for Christmas. So yeah. I guess they've decided not to invite us for Eid anymore. Man, uh, I saw a lot of them. Their phones were off. <laughs> we sent them messages. They blue ticked us. They're yeah. like, okay. <laughs> Is that how it is? Is that how it is? <laughs> you wait. <laughs> Shall revenge on when's the next or Christmas? Yeah, and you know, we have many celebrations as uh-huh. Christians. We have Easter, which just ended, and then Christmas, and we will revenge. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Well, speaking of revenge, if you look at the Twitter feed of the Commander of Land Forces, Lieutenant General Mohozi Kainalugaba, it would almost seem as though there is an element of vengeance in some of the rhetoric he's been sharing, especially with regards to how he views those who have been uh, against him. According to him, the MK project and the MK program uh, seems to be uh, rising up to challenge and to defeat all of those naysayers. And, uh, you know, he's not been shy to let it be known uh, on a Twitter that this is a force to reckon with, mm-hmm. you know, the MK movement. So the commander of land forces, General Mohosi Kainerugaba, has hinted at winning power in Uganda, a statement that left many people confused and uh, curious. He made this announcement on Twitter. He said, I consider President Kaguta Museveni and President Paul Kagame the best strategists that ever lived when the team MK wins power in this country, which we will. Mm-hmm. Our first act will be to increase the sports budget. So, you know, over the course of the last several weeks, all of you and I have been sort of, you know, looking at the very high likelihood that uh, strong likelihood that this guy was going to announce a bid for president. president. And now it looks like there's no hiding. It's like the language is getting bolder and bolder. He has all but announced that he's going to run. Exactly. (laughs) That's why I said last week, if anyone is under the illusion that this is not the transfer of power uh, President Seven once hinted on. Uh, I don't know what they're smoking. Yeah, <laughs> because so, the writing is on the wall. <laughs> but uh, do you think it's too soon? Because uh, I think, and there was that tweet where he asked about, uh, you know, if you want me to run for president in 2026, retweet it. If you don't, then just hit like. And as of this moment, it would seem like uh, the likes have surpassed the retweets. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think it matters because the tweet has achieved the stated, unstated goal, which was probably to just raise his profile and to just uh, instigate debate on the question of whether or not he should run. And that's really all that he needed to accomplish. Uh, yes, that's all that he needed to accomplish. But he tweeted again and said that his message had been retweeted 1,500 times in less than an hour. Uh, implying that uh, <laughs> implying that people want him to stand. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but is it too soon? You ask me. Uh, maybe it's not because you know years fly by so fast, and uh, by 2023-24, I think the NRM is looking at 
having streamlined things and put a candidate forward already. So this has started building up and we can't ignore it. I do think uh, he jumped over a few steps that uh, would have been necessary and steps important. Like what? So obviously when he started trying to make moves as a regional player or a statesman kind mm. of thing, uh, trying to insert himself in the mediation efforts between Uganda and Rwanda, um, and then from there he jumped to, hey, now let me have a national birthday and invite the whole country. It's like, I feel like that was a bit of a leap. He, he should have, from the success of the, the mediation in Rwanda, uh, embarked on uh, launching and spearheading certain local development projects. Low-key. Like low-key. Like he could have picked upon, like, like for example, like the youth thing that he's been talking about mm-hmm. of, of stadiums and mm-hmm. sports and arts and, and music and cinema, that he should have sort of moved to that, mm-hmm. uh, ran a few successful campaigns and projects, which he could then claim credit for, and then on the back of that, then say, all right, guys, do you think I should run for president? Because I feel like he hasn't yet earned his chops in terms of domestic politics. I feel like that has not yet been accomplished. And so uh, he, I feel like his, uh, his, his posturing towards becoming the next president is premature. It seems more like they're quite in a race to, you know, launch the guy before he is ready. You see, if you're going to prepare chicken, let's say grilled chicken, you're going to marinate it. That's and right. sometimes you're going to leave it in the fridge for like overnight. Okay? That's right. But now it's more like they bought the chicken, marinated it, but they didn't let it rest. <laughs> and now uh-huh. they are grilling it, yeah. which might produce disastrous uh, results. And I'm thinking, like you said, that you think he has power and resources to jump onto something like that and uh, build it so that he can, in the end, let's say two or three years from now, come out and say, this is what I've done. And this is what you stand to get. Yeah, I just feel like they've not given him an opportunity to grow as a political figure like, and to just earn the natural skills that are necessary for someone wanting to... Uh, going to politics because as an individual I feel like I feel like there are still a few tricks he needs to master uh, if he wants to do this could it be that they have this a bloated sense of uh, love or entitlement that they think people love us or we will get away with anything we want to do. (laughs) Because if we speak about the birthday as a launch, the timing was quite bad. Look at the prevailing economic times we are living in as Ugandans right now. Mm -hmm. And then you celebrate something like that. And it was very pompous, the, the glitz and, you know, pomp that was there, the money that was spent, because no one has addressed the question of where did the money come from? Or who sponsored <laughs> these events? You get eh? Yeah. So you can't celebrate, you can't make a launch of your son or of anyone that you want to stand in power like that when people are actually struggling to survive. Well, now that uh, it's no longer a secret that uh, he wants to run, I mean, most people long suspected it, but now that there's no pretenses being made about it anymore, I think uh, this is where uh, the political dialogue is going to get interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, Now I think the opposition side are going to start to launch their full-fledged attacks. Oh no! On, on, on Mozi. fledged emotional attacks. Yes, their rhetorical attacks <laughs> against Mozi and the Mozi project, uh-huh. which is strangely going to undermine their efforts to challenge uh, Museveni, because Mozi mm. is now going to be their next target. So Museveni will be spared all of the 
fire and criticism that might have been coming his way uh, in, in, you know, in the, over the course of the next few months. So the end result of this is going to be is that public opinion is going to end up being divided. So whereas opposition typically wants to direct all their hatred and anger and to marshal it towards the president, mm-hmm. now because they're, they're going to be stuck between criticizing Museveni and criticizing Muhozi, it's going to the 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 power on the impact of mm-hmm. their rhetoric is going to be divided, divided and very much blunted. <laughs> so there will have to be a camp that is dedicated to criticizing Mohozi, and then there will have to be one criticizing Museveni. But these people come from the same party. But have you also considered the idea that we could be here focusing on the MK project when it is yes real, but not for 2026? Wait. Uh, <laughs> then is, why did he ask about those who may want him to There run? is that possibility because for me, if there is anything I've learned from the person of President Museveni is that he can easily lead you astray, yet he's going to do something totally different. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be honest, uh, I do. Obviously, a lot of people think of him as a very Machiavellian, like a cunning, uh, you know, strategist who always has different surprises up his sleeve. But to me, it looks cut and dried. I don't uh, I, I don't see any other cards that, uh-huh. that this group can play. Mohozi is definitely going to be the next guy, and they're going to throw all their weight behind it. But now, say it happens, they throw their weight behind it. Anyway, the existence, uh, the presence of dignitaries like MPs, like ministers at this birthday party, told a whole other story. But... So let's say it happens, Mohozi is fronted and probably wins presidency. Do you think he will have the same luck like his father to rule for 30, 40 years? Well, that's where uh, he's likely to experience uh, a challenge. Mm. Um, because, like, you know, in a country like this one, where you've got several factions that are being kept in check by uh, the, the president. And, you know, he, he knows how to handle these people, right? He knows how to negotiate and to make compromises with them. He plays these chess moves and or he reshuffles them. He mm-hmm. just throws them off balance, you know. <laughs> Some uh, of them he sucks. Divide and conquer. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So there's never really been a, I guess, a formidable challenge arising from within the ranks that mm-hmm. would threaten his power because he was good at keeping those powers at bay. But uh, I'm not sure that, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Mohosi would have the chops uh, and the cunning for the same. He may not. And unless, uh, you know, his father is going to sort of be in the shadows if he becomes president. And his father will not live forever. That's the thing. (laughs) (laughs) Because there are sections, even in government, sections of Ugandans and, of course, people in government who are saying that, who view Mohosi as a man (laughs) or as a child that was born with a silver spoon in his mouth. And most of them argue that he has had life handed to him and he still behaves like a child. Those are not my opinions. <laughs> but in the event that his father is normal, there is going to be a big problem, especially given that this is a military <laughs> <laughs> government. Right. And uh, so without the backing of his father, it, it's, it's a gray area. You know, yeah. when you look at uh, the possibility that he'll be able to keep all of these uh, potential military power centers at bay because we've seen what happens in many African countries yes. where this is the structure of the politics where uh, certain military people sense weakness at the top mm-hmm. they do take advantage of and the they never take well to the children <laughs> you know they never so um, <laughs> it's uh, it's 
I guess, interesting times ahead. But nonetheless, uh, so that's Mohozi uh, making uh, Twitter very interesting. And let's give him credit for that. For sure, uh, his... Uh, Activities on the social media do make social media a lot uh, interesting. And you know, there is a way he, he has a knack for jumping from one issue to the other. So he was talking about their possibility of winning power. And then he brings in his wife. You're most beautiful. Ah. We are, <laughs> they don't like her. So I'm ah. like, okay, what's going on here? The tweet <laughs> the, of his that I liked so much was I where know he that said, tweet you're talking about. <laughs> but this is the only white man I respect. Referring to Donald Trump. That's right. <laughs> His Excellency Donald Trump. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, but well said, brother. Well said. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, he might have just uh, uh, earned my vote. Oh, really? By, by posting that. That's alone. easily swayed I like am that, that easily swayed. Come on, fat boy. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, tell us what you think about, uh, you know, the seeming uh, obvious... Uh, situation. I mean, the fact that he's more or less come out to announce that he's running for president. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, let us know. Hit us up on Twitter or on uh, Facebook. Tell us what you think. Uh, still to come, more great music. Sarah's getting ready to jump in to tell us what's popping. Stick around for that and more great music right here on RX Radio. As real as it gets. Yo, what's up? What's the deal? Hip hop. Hip hop. Let it do what it do. All day, all day. Rx Radio.